Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. Today's episode is Natural Health Products, the Good, the Bad, and the Outright Terrifying. Now, today's episode is simply a cautionary tale. I am certainly not against natural health products. In fact, I am very much for natural health products. Uh, In fact, I use many. Actually, if they didn't exist, I would be in big trouble as some of my conditions uh, require products that don't exist by prescribed medication. But because most of these products are not regulated, that comes with some problems. So we wanted to discuss a few of these problems today and also to talk about how we may be able to investigate some of those things so you can try to be a little bit safer as you uh, enter into this world. So let me just give you uh, one example real quick of one product that I need to use, why it's so helpful, but why also the unregulated part was a bit of an issue. Because of one of my conditions, I get severe uh, muscle cramping and spasming. Uh, now, medication didn't help out with this, but something that did help out was magnesium citrate. Now, when I first heard magnesium, I didn't know the citrate part. I just took magnesium. It didn't help. But my medica- medical provider clarified that it was magnesium citrate. And so once I started taking magnesium citrate, it did help. Now, this was huge because I was having such severe uh, spasms and things that I couldn't even sleep at night. I, I was having so much pain throughout the day. So this is a, a, one of these cases where some of these natural health products was making a huge difference, and thank goodness they existed. Um, now, what was the problem about the unregulated medication? Well, some of the unregulated health products, they don't have the amount that they say that they have. Meaning I can have 10 bottles of magnesium citrate lined up from 10 different uh, providers and they all may say 500 milligrams, but if they we actually tested them, we may find that one bottle has 200 milligrams, one bottle may have 1,000 milligrams, may, one bottle may have 700 milligrams, and then may, may find that three bottles actually only have 500 milligrams, for example. So, of course, that can be an issue. So when I started taking the magnesium citrate, uh, some of the earlier products I took that uh, were a little cheaper, um, you know, I was having to take a very large doses. So they probably didn't have the amount that they said they had. Uh, and I was having major side effects, or perhaps they didn't have the absorption power or something. But I was having major side effects, and I was taking very large doses, and uh, it was working uh to an, to an effect, but I was still having some spasms. I was still having some cramps. And uh, if anything, you know of anything about magnesium citrate, uh, it also helps regulate you. <laughs> so that was not fun if you have IBS like I do. Um, now, when we used a couple different brands, we found this varied widely on how much milligrams I needed to take. Now, the one that I take now... I only take like 200 milligrams and it, 
works wonderfully. I have no side effects, and the spasms are almost completely gone. The cramping is nearly completely gone. And so, I mean, it, the, the, the difference is just a huge on the product, uh, on the brand, I mean. But I had to research it. I finally researched it. I should have done that at the beginning. Uh, and so this is why I'm, I'm doing the podcast here is to hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and try to do a little bit of research first, try to find some of those good products that are out there, some of the good brands, I mean, and f- so you can find the good products uh, and avoid some of those problems that I ran into. So that's one problem. See, and I also take like vitamin D. I have to take vitamin B because of a uh, gene mutation kind of thing. And so, you you know, how much vitamin D are you actually getting? How much vitamin B are you actually getting? Well, that's going to vary, you know, depending on the, on, again, on the brand that you're taking. And so that's the problem with unregulated medication uh, or unregulated uh, health products. Now, to find out which are the good brands, uh, you might be able to find out uh, through a good consumer report. Uh, I wouldn't recommend just looking at the reviews on whichever site you're shopping from, as some people are gifted uh, products to review, or some people are reporting so quickly before they've even had a really a good chance to know what's happened, uh, that type of thing. Um, but there are other ways to check out things, especially if you like type in this brand, you know, fraud or something like that. Uh, not that all brands are fraud, but if you type in those kind of things that you're able to at least get a little bit more research, uh, like I said, good consumer reviews are, are often the better, um, choices to look at. And if you are a medical provider has already done some research, uh, if you're lucky enough to have a medical provider that's looked into those things, then that can help out, uh, Assuming that your medical provider is not getting a a good kickback. Now, unregulated is one problem. Untested is another problem. Meaning that sometimes uh, there's claims or even rumors that are out there uh, that aren't necessarily true. Part of that is the medical world's fault. They should just—they have—they've just kind of ignored that side of the world and said, "Ah, we're not going to worry about it." Um, they did finally start testing things here, oh, 15, 20 years ago, and and they have been finding some things out, uh, and they do, do need to do a lot more testing. Um, and then some of it is just people trying to make money, and so we have to be a little bit careful. And then, of course, some of us just friends and things have found some things out, and they went, "Hey, this worked for me. Try this for you." And the problem is, of course, you know, placebo effect, where they think something helped them, but maybe it didn't really, uh, or maybe it did help them, but because of their body's physiology, maybe that's different than your body's physiology. Uh, and so we have to be a little bit careful on that. That's why when doctors prescribe medication, uh, they have to be careful about all your other medication and they take everything into account, uh, which of course, if a friend's just saying, here, try this, uh, obviously that's a little different, which is usually the case in the natural health product world. So again, not saying that we shouldn't try some things because maybe that we're our one thing that's going to really help us is out there and we want to try it out. But let me just give you one example of why we need to be a little bit careful. Uh, St. John's wort. Now, this is one of the ones that was tested finally. Um, but this is one that I worked with people with mental illnesses quite a bit. And a lot of people with depression uh, were being told by friends, hey, you know, this really helped me. 
try St. John's Word out. It's going to help your depression, you know, and, and you're going to feel a lot better. And so I had a lot of people with depression that were quitting their medication that their uh, psychiatrists or doctors were giving them, and they were trying the St. John's Word out, and next thing you know, they were in the hospital. And so I knew something a little funky was going on. I didn't know what. Um, and this is why, you know, we want the medical association. We want them really testing things out, researching things, trying to figure out what's going on. Because when they finally did test St. John's Word out and tested it with depression, they've made a very interesting discovery, which is uh, for people with a light depression, St. John's Word was wonderful. It really did help out. And so for people who didn't have major depression, um, yeah, it's a good thing. But for people with major depression, when they tried St. John's Wort, it tended to make it worse. And that's why you saw people with major depression ending up in the hospital. So you saw this situation where people with, that were friends, uh, with good intention, uh, who had probably, you know, they were feeling a little down, you know, or they're depressed, you know, at the time, but they hadn't experienced major depression, try St. John's Wort and they got, oh, you know, this feels a lot better. And they went to their friend who had major depression and said, here, try this, not realizing that it was going to push them the other way. And so that's why we just have to be a little bit careful on some of these kind of things. Um, and so we should do it, you know, at least under the eye of a, a doctor or a medical provider, uh, or at least some, some very closely watched friends or something, uh, whenever we try to experiment with something. Again, in these situations, always try to at least do some research because you never know. Perhaps, maybe something was done to do a little bit of research. For example, French oak extract. There was some research done. I think it did show like a 25% in energy for those with like chronic fatigue. Now that's not a lot, but at least it showed something, you know, so, uh, so you never know. So, but you, but a lot of things just haven't had research done on them yet. Uh, and so they're making a lot of claims that just haven't been backed up. So this is the next thing I'm going to just say, watch out for a little bit. When, when you read a statement, read it very carefully. I noticed that a lot of statements, uh, don't claim to cure something. They'll just say it, it helped somebody or it helped something. Um, and that's a lot different than saying it cured something, but they'll, they'll imply it. So a lot of people are taking something thinking, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna cure me. Um, when saying that, that somebody that took this was helped is a big difference. For example, if someone takes a pill and said, hey, somebody with lupus took this and they felt better, that's a lot different than saying this pill is going to cure lupus. In one situation, someone with lupus just may have happened to have felt better at the time. And of course, the other one is probably a false statement that could lead to be a, a lawsuit. Uh, and so that's why they're usually very careful on how they, they state something. So try to watch those statements and you'll, you'll know, and that will, uh, get rid of a lot of products that you probably can avoid just by that. However, what's getting harder is there's a lot more companies that are just making just downright false claims and because uh, they are know they're going to make enough money before they get stopped they may even believe in their product but they haven't had it proven yet and uh, normally you can't make statements uh, until you've proven it but for example uh, there was a product where uh, someone claimed that it would 
you know, you boost your immunity, you wouldn't get sick, uh, you can go on airplanes and so forth, and you'll be fine. Uh, and that just wasn't true. Uh, they had some things that might boost your immune system a little bit, but to make the claims that they were claiming, uh, the advertising division of uh, business bureau said, nope, you shouldn't be making those kind of claims, and they had to dial it back. And then there was things like five-hour energy that uh, got sued by several states, uh, and they kind of dialed back some of their statements because they were making it sound like their vitamins were giving you the energy, which, uh, of course, it was the caffeine <laughs> that was giving you the energy. And, of course, they were saying, that, yeah, you will have no crash later. Hours of energy now, no crash later was kind of their statement. And uh, when you have caffeine, you're going to have a crash. Um, that's kind of the way that caffeine works. And so, you know, they've kind of dialed back some of their state statements. Uh, but, you know, those places made a lot of money. You know, who knows? Maybe they believe some of the things they're saying. I have no idea. But uh, but like I said, normally you have to prove those things first before you statement, state them. Uh, and the, the world's kind of not working that way as much anymore. So you have to kind of read the ingredients on things, uh, do a little comparison, see some things, see how it works out now uh, before you buy products, which is making a lot trickier for consumers. But um, but that goes back to the old saying of uh, buyer beware. But a good rule of thumb is to check independent review, especially if you're going to take something that uh, is going to, claim that it cures everything or it's going to cure something that's incurable and you're having some major issues and uh, and your doctor has never heard of it before and you know that's that's a big red flag um whether it's for physical or behavioral health uh, you know that's that's always a gigantic you know maybe try to avoid that type of thing or at least research it extensively before getting into it um and buying it and especially when it comes from some other country uh a third world country especially and uh, you know and now they're they've found this amazing cure that you know our doctors in first world countries haven't heard of you know those kind of things you really probably should just stay away from would be the smartest choice so final thoughts what am i what am i saying i'm saying there's some great products out there but be careful. Just do a little research because I just hate seeing people get ripped off. You know, people in the most pain are the people that tend to get preyed on the most and it just irritates me. So just be careful out there and uh, try to find those good products and uh, good health, y'all. Thank you for listening to Coping Skills for Chronic, Physical, and or Mental Health Issues, Helpful Hints and Bandages please complete the survey attached to the podcast so that I know which topics are most helpful to you. I'm going to keep the survey up for a while, so some topics may have already been given when you go to complete the survey. If so, don't let that dissuade you. I would still love to have your input. This is currently at least a monthly podcast, but depending on my health, demand, or urgency of topic, episodes could come sooner. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, Life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Sibley.